Hace Inglés presenta Into the Story, el podcast para aprender inglés con historias reales contadas por gente de todo el mundo. What does it mean to grow up? What does it mean to be responsible, mature, and successful? After years of living carefree in Barcelona, our storyteller Dan returned home to the UK believing that he needed to grow up, find a sensible office job, and learn to answer these questions. We're, we're taught not to give up, to work hard, this idea that if you, if you try your best at something, you will be a success. Well, not always, because if, if you're so blindly devoted to an idea which isn't working, then you're doing yourself more harm than good. In today's story, Dan explains how he struggled through weed pulling, wet weather, and wearing a suit only to discover that happiness and success were not what he thought they were. We'll hear about the moment that Dan finds himself homeless, jobless, and covered in bird poop, and how it was here, alone in the middle of London, that he realized the importance of self-honesty and understanding the value of failure. We're calling this story Going Home, Getting Lost. Before we begin listening, let's talk about some of the vocabulary and expressions you'll hear Dan say. First, to take a back seat. Dan uses this expression to talk about his career goals. It means to give something less priority or to give up trying to control something, to soltar la responsabilidad o el control. For example, my job takes a back seat during the summer months. To take a back seat. Next, to run away from. Dan uses a lot of phrasal verbs in his story today, and this is one of them. To run away from means to avoid or escape from something, somewhere or someone. You'll hear Dan talk about running away from his problems. To run away from. The Highlands. This is the name for the mountain areas of Scotland. Highlands. To go sideways. Dan uses this expression to go sideways to describe a situation that goes wrong. For example, you could say our holiday went sideways after we lost our passport. To go sideways. And finally, to come full circle. Another expression that Dan uses to describe returning to his original position. If you need more help with understanding Dan's story, remember, for each episode, you can get a full vocabulary list and listening comprehension activities on our website, acingles.com. That's la letra A, letra C, ingles.com. Okay, let's get into the story. So I grew up, I grew up in North Wales, which is, I suppose for reference, it's quite close to Liverpool you kind of have the best of a lot of different things. So you have the countryside, there's fresh air, there's parks, there's forests, there's castles, there's lakes, there's all these kind of beautiful things, but you're still relatively close to Liverpool or Manchester. It's pretty much rural. So to a certain, to a certain point, it's great, but then when you become a teenager, it's a nightmare because there's nothing to do. 
So I moved to Barcelona when I was, how old was I? Would it be? Would I have been? I was in my 30s, for sure. And I wish I'd done it sooner, I think. Basically, I was living in Barcelona and I would say that I felt at home straight away or things just made sense. I was living quite a carefree life. I was doing certain jobs, but I wasn't really concerned about um, a particular career goal. So I was just enjoying being um, in a hot climate, going cycling, being with friends. Any kind of practical considerations were took a back seat, really. At this point, I'd saved a certain amount of money and I thought, right, I'm going to go back home to the UK because I was very conscious of feeling that maybe I wasn't being very serious or that maybe that I'd move to a different country to sort of run away from my problems or run away from myself. So I wanted to make sure that I had moved to a different country for the right reasons, that it was, it was, uh, it was to go forward rather than to go sideways. The idea was, okay, I'm going to spend two months, three months maximum, and then go back to Barcelona. So I get to the UK. The first thing that happens, that happened, was reverse culture shock, which is a very strange experience. Quite weird, because you have this idea that your identity is so tied up with where you're from, and this is where your family is, and somehow that's that's where you belong. But... Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was freaked out. I was like, "What? I don't understand what this place is." Pretty much, whatever could go wrong did go wrong, but I kind of ignored all these signs, all these signals, and just kept, just kept going blindly, like trying to um, prove something. I don't know what I was trying to prove. I, I was staying with a relative. Then I actually went to the Highlands of Scotland for a few months to do some conservation volunteer work, which was just weird beyond all imagining because it was like, okay, one minute I'm in Barcelona, the next minute I'm in the highlands of Scotland, standing in a river, pulling out some sort of plants. So the conservation work was about um, invasive species. So all these kind of gardeners in the Victorian times planted all these exotic plants from India, but they're actually, they destroy the native um, plants. So we had to go and pull them up, basically. Gardening with, gardening with a purpose, yeah. And then from, from there, I moved to Mid Wales, to another small place where I had a job working for um, like a fashion label called Laura Ashley. So I worked in their sort of guest customer service department. So I did that. I lived in this small little place and where I worked was 15 miles away. There was no buses or no trains. So I had to ride my bike to this job. And at one point it rained solid every day for two weeks. So whatever you hear about the UK or Wales, it's true. Okay. It rains a lot. Okay. Sometimes it rains for two weeks without stop. So I would ride my bike to and from this job. And I lived in this little flat by myself. Let's be honest, it was a job to earn money to pay the rent. It wasn't a, it wasn't really a career choice. I then moved from Mid Wales to go to London to stay with a friend. 
London's a big city, you should go there and, and be successful or something. Then I get a job, quite a good job working for um, like a big charity who provides um, cars for disabled people. Quite a good job, big company. So I worked there for two months, maybe three. And at this point, I'd got a, a room and a flat in London. So I lived with this German couple. Everything's very nice. My uh, roommate, which you would say in American English, we'd say flatmate in British English. He said, um, my brother is coming to London to study. So we need the room. So I'm afraid you'll have to move out. And I went back to stay with my friend. Everything's all right. I'll look for somewhere, to, for somewhere else to live. Then my friend um, has to leave her flat. So she gets kicked out of her flat. So I'm now living, I've just been kicked out of one place. I moved to another, she's getting kicked out. So now I have to find somewhere else to live. Then I get fired from my job. The day I get fired from my job, you think, what, what else could go wrong, really? I mean, I walk outside the building, as, no, literally, as I walk outside the building, a bird pooped on me. So I'm standing on London Bridge, feeling completely alone, lost in the world with poop on me. I've got no job, nowhere to live. It's quite cinematic in a way, like a sort of, like a scene from a film where the, where the character has this kind of revelation. And it's like, oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It took all that time to suddenly realize that maybe you're not supposed to be here. Maybe this is not the place for you. Maybe what you think you should be doing is not what you should be doing. So you should just go back to Barcelona and live your life, basically. Without even thinking about it, I booked a flight. I talked to my friend. Um, he said, yes, you can come and live with me. He's living with... Um, this is where the story gets even more interesting. So he's living with um, a woman who I kind of know, but he's friends with. So he says, he goes, I need to ask her if you can come and stay. She says, yes. So I moved back to Barcelona. But that, that woman who, who lived in that flat is now my wife. So moving back to Barcelona, that's, that's the person that I met. We started seeing each other and now we're married and we have cats. <laughs> so that's kind of the lesson was you shouldn't be um, afraid to follow things that make you happy because we're, we're, we're taught to be not to give up to work hard this idea that if you if you try your best at something you'll be a success well not always because if, if you're so blindly devoted to an idea which isn't working then you're doing yourself more harm than good. Especially the way I was educated to be, you know, you, you have to go to university, you've got to get a job, you've got to be productive. And these things are okay, but in of themselves, they don't mean anything because unless you have some kind of happiness or someone to share it with, then it's it's pointless, right? I mean, that's that's the that's the lesson. It was like, okay, I could have been in London, I could have had a successful career, whatever, but I wouldn't have my wife. I teach online. I also do lots of cycling because it's really great here for riding the bike. 
and I'm trying to write a book as well. And telling this story, everything has actually come full circle with with a lot of my experiences. And it's like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm just going to start writing. I mean, why not? That's all for today. Si te ha gustado la historia de Dan y quieres seguir escuchando más episodios de nuestro podcast, puedes visitar nuestra página web aceingles.com, donde tendrás todos los episodios de Into the Story. También encontrarás algunas actividades y materiales de cada episodio para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we hope you have a good time, or at least a good story to tell.